0: this year is brought to you by Eshel Publications Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah Shiurim and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky for sponsorships or more information visit eshelpublications.com okay so we're going to do uh we're going to learn through another piece this is from a vulva Sefer Dash uh, Shlomo the is written these are the schmussen that again inaudible Okay, so we're gonna mm. we'll do our best. best. <laughs> um, so these are written as the Shmuzin that he said in Yeshiva by him. Now, these Shmuzin that he said in Yeshiva, um, so they're not all specific on Rosh Hashanah uh, or Yom Kippur, but they deal with change and, um, and doing what you need to to begin to do something, uh, you know, for, for Yom Neroim to change and so on. And uh, this one I found to be particularly special, and we'll do it together. So just, I guess, the first general sense of it. One of the hard things for everyone is that Rosh Hashanah after Rosh Hashanah, and so we have a young boy who's saying Shmuzen for, so Rosh Hashanah is um, very, very uh, special, and every Rosh Hashanah is, is unique, and so on. As time goes on again and again, it begins to become hot. There's just so many, I'm not here. I'm not here. there's so many, this is the best we got. So apologize. Of of okay. okay. Um, so the, uh, um, at best a person, there's just so many mitzvahs that a person can accept on himself. There's just a limit. So, um, how, you know, at, at some point we sort of run out of new things to do and so on. And this is a piece, so even though he's speaking for Yeshiva Bachrim, it's something that the content, I think, is very important for us. It's Maimah Shaini in in Elo. The Gemara says, to learn something over a second time, old material, is much more difficult than new material. Zua Koisha Godel Bachim the older person gets things become rote and routine and we have a hard time feeling any so it says that this is the our core of avoda is if, to, to Dafka, to be able to deal with the old, um, so how do we approach it? So he's going to speak about another dimension in observance of mitzvahs, a dimension that is, um, uh, it, 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 that is a, it's, it's a whole different way of looking at what it means to do more mitzvahs. The Gemara says in Kirimon. It speaks about the people in Klal Yisrael who are called Poshe Yisrael. These are people that are called sinners. They're full of mitzvahs Kirimon, like a pomegranate. And this is one of the erotzins we say on uh, Rosh Hashanah. We should be Malay mitzvahs Kirimon. Maybe after the shmuz we'll have to recalibrate a bit. He says if the Reikonim are full of mitzvahs gerimon, manish are odlem uleim lahosif? I There's 71 people there. What? There's 71 people who can't hear. I, I can't have, have no solution so on the computer mic. I'm no sorry. problem. We'll try the computer mic, see if, the, if that's... Yeah, one second. This, we'll this, take it out. Let's see if the computer mic... See, um, d- Can you hear us? Well, you're not getting anything here. There would be something here if you could. That's, That's much, much better. better. Perfect. Thank okay. You. Okay, Beseda. See, it's, it's better the old than the new. This is, this is a, a, a perfect uh, example of it. So, just briefly, in, he begins his piece, Revolba, with the Gemara that says that Rishonim are full of mitzvahs kerimon, and the question is, well, a rimoin is full of seeds. So this is a shayim. Let's say this Russia comes along and he says, Rebbe, what can I do? Add more mitzvahs. So he says, Haloi iav shalah hachnis oyd garin lerimoin shalol gamim You can't add more seeds. It's full. Ubal kor chalein aloimah kehevdo bemrekonim vamaleim ena bekamus ha mitzvah behusan. So it means we have, to, um, we have to look at another dimension of mitzvahs, and that is not how many, but the quality. And the question is, what's going to determine the quality? In other words, Chazala um, telling us the difference between the Reikonin, um, and, and this it, it, it's fascinating, the word that's used is, empty. If I can give a marshal um, for, for this, imagine somebody said, I came in with a bag full of money to the store and it refused to sell me. I gave a bag, I offered him a bag full of money. And then um, well, I'll just on a, on a sort of a note, I, I'll ask him, and by the way, what type of money did you have? And the person said, pennies, a bag full of pennies. Well, of course, a bag full of penny is empty. I mean, it's heavy, but it's empty. Now, Ray Reikonin means these are people that are empty, and yet they're stuffed with mitzvahs. Now, in currency, in coins, yes, there's a difference between a dollar bill and a penny and a $100 bill and so on. What in the world of mitzvahs is equivalent to that type of um, empty or not? All mitzvahs are precious. As a matter of fact, in Kiseitze, the Medrash makes a point of saying that Kansipar is a mitzvah kala, and Kibur is a mitzvah hamura, and each one is has a richos yomim, that there are mitzvahs that are more mitzvahs, better mitzvahs, stronger mitzvahs. Those words don't don't apply. Um, so he said, um, so he brings a Gemara in Avodah Zarah. The Gemara says that, that Lavo, the nations will come to HaKadosh Baruch with a taina, and they'll ask um, how come we're not getting uh, Olam Haba, we're not getting Schar, and HaKadosh Baruch will say, well I'll, they did mitzvahs, they say, well you never gave us mitzvahs so it says HaKadosh Baruch will give them a mitzvah kala, sukkah and you won't be able to to keep it. And sure enough, they sit in the sukkah, it becomes hot, and they leave. So the Gemara calls it a mitzvah kalah and it says because it doesn't cost any money, there's no loss. So so he posits the following, that the concept of chisor and kiss over here means something that's difficult as opposed to something that is easy. Mitzvahs kalos means they're easy to perform and um, it's something that's the opposite of kal, kaved, means it's difficult. And his and kis is um, just a, a, a very strong example of it. I, I want to discuss a little bit. I want, I, want to, I, I want to explain a little bit what the difference is between the kal and the kaved, and, and um, why it's called kal and kaved. We also, in other words, for us that seems just a question is how much schar you give a person. Well, if you do a mitzvah that, that's more difficult, we get more schar, less difficult, less schar. Why, why does this translate into the idea of kal and kaved the way we're talking? So let's understand the definition of kaved and kal. When I am, um, when I'm schlepping something, so if something is light, I'm carrying a feather on my, a feather fell on on, on my jacket, and I don't even notice it. So, when I'm carrying that feather and walking along, I, um, I, I, the feather has no effect on me. Uh, The nature of heavy and easy things that have more mass and less mass, we know that things with mass have an effect on each other. And the pull of something that has very little mass is very, very little. And physically, I don't feel if I walked a block with a feather on my on my jacket, without a feather, I feel exactly the same, there's no difference. If I am carrying something heavy, so A, that everything, the heavier something is, the more effect it has on me, secondly, It's something that is uh, when when I have a, uh, when something has an effect on me, I'm carrying something heavy, it also schleps koches out of me. I I get sweated, I expended energy. So that means things that are heavy leave a mark on me one way or another. Things that are not heavy don't leave a mark on me, don't affect me in any way. The best example of it would be chisar and kiss. I look at myself as me and my possessions. So it's me and the money that I have is part of me and that's why people have a hard time giving money or forfeiting money because it's part of themselves. When I give money for a mitzvah, I have to do something and and it costs me money so that means that somewhere um, a, a chunk of me has been taken by the mitzvah. I've been come worn down. I'm I'm, I'm worth less, so to speak. I can afford less. I can have less things. However you want to uh, uh, translate that into real life. But that's the type of mitzvah that we're talking about. So mitzvahs are come in in two ways to describe a mitzvah. A mitzvah is an act that I did and it accomplished something. That's one dimension of a mitzvah. (coughs) A second dimension of a mitzvah is that doing the mitzvah had an effect on me. Um, Every action has a reaction. If I carried something, part of me was expended in carrying it. A mitzvah kala means that a negligible amount of self was expended in this. And therefore, the effect the mitzvah has on me is very little. A mitzvah kveda means that the mitzvah has um, left a strong mark on me, and therefore, um, a big part of me has become changed by it. I've, become, I've lost weight. I've sweated. My heart's beating more quickly. Whatever it takes to slap something heavy. So d- whether a person the, the type in a a person has, is a measure of the difficulty, how covered the mitzvah is, and how much effect it has on him. Um, just an analogous point, my rebbe would always say the um, when we speak of covered, covered in the sense of honor. So um, a covered nichbad. Is a person who is an honored person. Nikla is a person who is not is an insignificant person. Person who is not of any significance. In in Aramaic, it's the same. Uh, a kaved y- yikar it means respect. Um, y- y- yikar means heavy. Um, yukra is heavy. Uh, z- z- zol and, and, and zilzal zil, zil are also, one means um, not regarded highly, one means light. It's the same idea, the word kaved and kal, both in the sense of a person who, who is um, worthy of respect and respected versus a person who's considered significant, carries the same kaved and kal. And it's the same point. A person who is a um, nichbad, his presence is noticed. His, his absence is noticed. Um, he's not easy to move. You, you, you work around the person because you can't push him aside. A person who's a Nikola, who's Kao, who's um, his presence is not noticed. His absence is not noticed. And he's easy to push around. It's the same concept of Kao of and Kao. So a mitzvah that is covered means it has a presence that leaves a mark. A mitzvah that's kal is not. So yes, po Yisrael um, look for mitzvahs. And this is a fascinating understanding of a certain type of person. This person has it in him that he should be doing mitzvahs, a person who, who grows up from and considers himself to be from. Doing mitzvahs is something that he needs for society, for himself, for his conscience. But he soothes his conscience with easy mitzvahs, mitzvahs that kind of are not a, not, not a, a big sweat. So he has part of himself says, "Yeah, I've got. Look at all these wonderful mitzvahs I have, but those mitzvahs are are, don't don't cost them anything. I don't mean only money. I mean don't they're not difficult. So I don't need to change, which is something I don't want to do, and yet I soothe my conscience with a big package of wonderful, wonderful mitzvahs." So they're empty in the sense like the bag of pennies. Or, even better than that, if I have a bag full of feathers. Um, carrying a bag full of feathers if, is kind of not that difficult, as opposed to a bag full of uh, metal or gold. So the, 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 the posher has something in him. Anyone who's called Yisrael needs to feel that, that he's doing mitzvahs. But the type of mitzvahs that he tends to stuff himself with are, are uh, empty. They, 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 they did not cost him anything. Next page. Vitana is He brings another place where it speaks about the concept of mitzvahs kalas. It says, So first of all, the word mitzvahs kalas is used over here also and it's used for what's the type of mitzvahs that you pay reshoyim off in this world mitzvahs so um first of all he found over here the concept of mitzvahs but there's m- much more to this than it and he's going to explain why is it that these, so, so it says the, the Ramban, who probably speaks the most about these topics um, in Shara Gemul, about Olam Habas, Khan, and so on. There's a general concept based on Gemaras that a person who's a Rasha, does not remain in debt to anyone. And every single Mitzvah person does um, will be rewarded no matter what, and every Aveira will take its toll. HaKadosh Baruch chooses, based on the person's own ma'isim, which world? If he's fortunate, he pays for the in this world, and he gets the sechar for the mitzvahs in the next world. And if HaSad Sholim is not fortunate, he gets the sechar for the mitzvahs in this world, and the next world is, is, is to take care of the various. So it says here specifically, Rishoyim are the ones who get paid for the mitzvahs in this world. So he gives it a, a, a touch an explanation. Schar mitzviz kalos elu, Efchel b'olam hase. Kim mitzviz elu in a chorgos meateva, Kim mitzviz, or Kim mitzviz, sheeshboni soni kiss, or the Miss Alaltivo, Miss Gabal Atzmoi. Mutsviz, Mitzvizu, Efchel Shalmbolm hase. Let's talk about this, because this is a, 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 a point that really explains the difference. A person grows up um, eating kosher person grows up um, washing until you' dying. A person goes up going to shul. We speak about these mitzvahs as being his nature. Something you grow up with is that's natural to you. So to an outsider, it might seem unusual, might seem difficult, but if you are used to it and this is norm for you, so it's part of your nature. So if I did these things that come easy to me, by definition, they're part of this world, as far as I'm concerned. So yes, correct, getting up, uh, sitting up all night, shavuos and learning is kind of unusually difficult for someone that doesn't do it. But for someone that this has become second nature to him, it's normal. He feels strange sleeping at home. Everybody's up at night and he feels it, you know, he goes goes to, to shul. Um, so that mitzvah is really, in a certain sense, for this person, part of Olam Hazar. It's part of his nature, and it's natural for him. A mitzvah that you have to strain yourself, and it's difficult, so what's pushing you? Not your body, not your nature. The answer is, you rose above your nature. You became something more than you are. That type of mitzvah belongs to Olam Haba. In general, the Sfarim, different Rishonim speak about this point. They ask the question: How is it fair for Hakadosh Baruch Hu to give the Rishonim schar in this world, when we know schar in this world is 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 nothing compared to the next world? And the and the and the Rishonim, all, almost all in different ways, say: You get to choose which world is important to you as well. And a Russia, if you were to ask him, he'd be adamant, I want it here, now, in cash. A tzaddik understands. So this is part of his nature. And B'me'la, mitzvahs kalas, their place, their setting is this world, because it came as a product of this world factors. A mitzvah that's not kalah, where a person has to push himself, what's pushing me? Why why am I pushing myself and doing something that's hard? It costs me money. It's an effort. It it goes against middles. I'm, you know, somebody I'm upset at, and I have to somehow find uh, a way to make up the person. All of these things are things that require going against my nature. The answer is, because there's something in me that's beyond my nature, and that's called, um, that that belongs to the world of Mahabharata. When we talk about filling something, these are the things that are a for a person. I want to add another nikuda. He's not saying it quite, but I think it works. It, 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 it fits very well what the point is making. Um, wh- um, wh- why do we speak of this as being full and this as being empty? We, we, when we speak of full and empty, we're talking about a container with content. In other words, if I have a pushka, the pushka is a cheap piece, box of tin, and it's full with coins, with money, and and so on. I have. A jewelry box. Jewelry box is whatever it is, and it's full with jewelry. So whenever I speak of a box, a shell, and content, I'm referring to something where the content by far supersedes the shell, where the shell is only a means for it. If If all I have my jewelry box is another jewelry box, and inside that another jewelry box, like those Russian dolls, then really, I can't say that there's anything inside it. Um, in the sense that content is, is, is different than shell, that's, it's not. It, it's just shell all the way. There's nothing there. We, we have the chitsonius of our world of mitzvahs. The, the mitzvahs that we've become used to is meant to be felt with a certain panemius, with something coming from our deeper recess. Not the things that are easy. Anything that's by rote, by habit, by norm, is my shell. It's meant to be filled with something. And if what I fill it with is the same of, this, of, of, of that shell, then I haven't filled it. So they have many, many mitzvahs. But those mitzvahs are really shell material. The mitzvahs that we're used to are shells to fill with something. So these Rishoyim are Malayim mitzvahs kerimon, and they're ekonim. Uh, incredible so 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 the the person has technically many mitzvahs but he has nothing that's filling him there's no content to them because nothing of the person has become immersed in those mitzvahs um the real filling of of the of that shell is through mitzvahs that 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 Present a challenge to a person, but ze The person becomes bigger because of it. Kumi's because he he became bigger than his nature. This is what the Torah wants of us. So when we talk about Ruchnius, and, and it's, it, this is something that we ask ourselves the following. Somebody who's brought up from doing mitzvahs, somebody who became from, and he's been doing mitzvahs for a very long time, um, and he does, he does pretty much what you're supposed to do. The checklist works well. All the mitzvahs are checked off. So why is that not enough? Why are we always asking for more? I mean, what about all those mitzvahs I do? So, so, so I mean, I've, I've taught my kid mitzvahs from morning till night. I've, I've imbued in mitzvahs and so on and so forth. So what? The answer is that mitzvah, those mitzvahs are a kli. They're a shell for much more. Without having mitzvahs, we have no kli keeble. We have no shell for imbuing anything with it. Um, I want to use uh, an expression that Tanya uses, an incredible expression, and in in one line he says something that includes two extremely important points together. He speaks about a person and how big a person is and so on, and then he says no matter how big a person is, there's something even bigger that attaches itself to the person, he calls those the levushe ha nefesh or levushe adam, the garments, and these garments are Torah mitzvahs. In other words, when a person imbues himself, when a person incorporates into his person Torah and mitzvahs, then he is um, then, then he's he's going he can, he's, he's going much further than he can, no matter how big he is. But Torah and mitzvahs give him a, 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 a much bigger place than himself alone, as opposed to us where our garments are always subordinate to us um, and less than we are, these b'gadim that we talk about, the mitzvahs that described as b'gadim, are greater because Akadosh who is is manifest in it. That's the way he describes it. But he says a sentence there that, um, A, unless if those mitzvahs are not filled with the ava and the yira and, and, and the content that the person gives it, then we lack, the, then not a lavush. When, when, when those garments are laying on the table or in the drawer, they're not garments really. And when we have ava and yura and don't express it through Torah mitzvahs, we also don't have it. There, one without the other doesn't work. So a person who doesn't have the world of mitzvahs, but he has love of Hashem and fear of Hashem, but klum, then, 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 then it's air. It, 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 it has as much uh, substance as, as as a person not having a box. He can put whatever he wants in it. He can put water, he can put air. It, it doesn't. It, it, it's not there. It, the, the, the world of mitzvahs and Torah that we have is the kliqibble. It's the vessel where we can pour more. So we have the vessel, which is the world of the Torah mitzvahs, what we do, and that's what we've been trained, and that's what we do. But that's only a vessel waiting to be filled with ourselves, and ourselves fill it only when there's a challenge, when it's difficult. He brings the Pasuk. So Bilam. Speaking of says, "There are nations that rise up like a lion." Rashi, "Ksheim oym when they wake up in the morning, shachris, he miskabrim, when they wake up in the morning, he miskabrim kariuch lavi, lach teves a mitzvus luber sitsus likosh And the Gur is, is the Maral on, on Rashi, explains, "De zehu inyan kol a mitzvus she'eno masim tivim." In other words, Bilam, he didn't say we do mitzvahs in the morning. He said we, 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 we rise to do mitzvahs. Um, getting up in the morning is always where a person transitions from being just a physical entity to something more. And, and this describes the mitzvahs. It requires that we rise up to the occasion, that, that, that we lift ourselves up. Um, is he saw that by Israel, um, getting up in the morning is an act of rising above oneself. <laughs> so, zui um, next paragraph. So now we understand that those mitzvahs that are especially difficult, they have the schooler. They're the only ones that can bring us beyond the physical world, into the world. And so on. So he maps out some of the, the, the types of mitzvahs that are difficult, um, and, and he presents two. Again, a lot of, some of it is relevant to everyone. A lot of the things, for instance, um, m- pausing before you make a bracha and thinking about it seems to be quite simple. It, it doesn't cost all that much money. It's certainly by that, it's not a, 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 an essay. But, but try it, and it's difficult, and it's very difficult. Um, there are many things that are difficult. He speaks about learning for Yeshiva Bacha, and, you know, this is one of the part and parcel of, of, of the Chinuch in, in learning. It, the reason in, in a Yeshiva setting, you know that a Bacha is willing to do any mitzvah but sitting and learning, because sitting and learning takes the most effort to really apply itself, and that's why it's the mitzvah that's pushed the most. So he gives some examples. But I want to talk about a little bit uh, in, in general. The um, the, the uh, actually, it's also the, the Bartenia says it says by um, the mitzvahs that are um, it, it, the Gemara says m a avodol It says risem bein. Um, it says that you'll come and see the difference. In someone who's over the Hashem, to someone who's over the Hashem. So Hazal say, well, if one person is a Russian, one person is a tzaddik, that's not avodah lo avodah. It's a Russian, at tzaddik. So Limar says, It's it's a big difference between someone who learns um, uh, uh, he has what he learned a hundred times to one hundred and one times. So the Gemara says, well, for that one time, he's called an Ovid Hashem, he's called not Obed Hashem. So the Gemara says a marshal. Uh, I guess it's in, 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 in Washington, DC, they used, to have something, they used to have something called taxi cabs before they had um, Uber and, and, and Lyft. And in most, in, in most places, a taxi cab goes on a, on a, uh, a meter. And as far as you travel, that's how much you pay for it. In some places, and I think in DC it used to be like that, there's zones. And as long as you travel to zone one, it's price X. You you the the, the cab takes you one foot into zone two, it automatically is a uh, is a is a um, it's it's another price. So the Gemara gives that same muscle. If people and um, take you, if 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 the the um the, the people who have donkeys who carry stuff carry it a certain amount, it's one price no matter how much, you go over, it's a different price. So the Baltania explains that it used to be, you see from the Gemara, that it used to be uh, the custom that people would do over something 100 times. That was the norm. So 101 means you went past the norm. In other words, there's a comfort zone. If everybody does it, this is normal. And I go beyond my comfort zone. And that makes it, and, and that that's a whole different world. Avodo means you go past your comfort zone. Um, when a person is supposed to work on improving his, his muscles or, or, or breathing or whatever, you, you, you try to figure out what is normal for the person. This person can walk a mile without losing his breath. And now we want you to walk a mile and a tenth. Anytime you have to push yourself, that's called avoda, and that leaves its mark on the person, and it changes the person. So the, the, the world of, so we, yes, we used to, one of the problems we have is that yes, we come to do tshuva, and of course there are things that we lacking and things that we should be doing more and things we shouldn't be doing. But at some point, pretty much, we feel we're there. I mean, oh, most people are doing pretty much what they're supposed to do. And we don't really feel that that's where, and, and the answer is yes. The place of our voda is not in quantity, it's in quality. In other words, we're the a mitzvah that I have, that there's a resistance for me to do it, that, that I don't, that, that it's hard for me to do it. And for different people, it could be different things. For one person, spending a nickel is Krios yamsov. And, and, and if he has to give tzedakah, it's impossible. And if he has to uh, do, do, do something, I don't know, for Yashas, it's difficult. For another person, um, sitting himself down and learning for any amount of time is difficult. And for another person, paying attention to davening and, and so on. Everyone has, for another person, it's, it's, it's he gets into issues with people and it's, and he's always living in a box and he's very hard to reach out and to try to make up with somebody that he really has had it hard with. Those are all, everyone has their own comfort and discomfort zone. If we understand, the ruchnius of the mitzvahs is realized in how much they've pushed us out of the comfort zone. Just like La a physical workout that improves our circulation and our muscles, is the one that pushes us to go beyond the comfort zone. The, w- the, the type of mitzvah that changes us and makes us into um, more ruchnistik people is the type of mitzvah that pushes us to sweat a little bit. If we don't sweat, it's, 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 it's fine. Our Kaddish Baruch will gives schar for everything. But there's a big difference if the schar is of an olam hazardic nature, because that's what the act was, what well, the schar is a much much deeper schar than that. It's a umhaberik because that's what the meisa was. The um, so, so so it's 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 a perspective. It, uh, it, it's a perspective that's extremely helpful in in helping us understand what avoda is in in um, to to improve ourselves. It means um, taking a look again at not only which mitzvahs but even in a mitzvah itself Uh, doing something in a certain way is takes more energy brings out more in myself then that mitzvah belongs to the world of a mitzvah kveda um the 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 being able to to um look at ourselves and and make a chashba nefesh not only on what we're doing but how we're doing i want to end off with a, 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 the, the Goyen says in Rus, quite a famous Goyen, very worth uh, um, repeating. The Goyen says, it says by Rus, that, that, that by um, Nomi, she saw that Rus was struggling to go with her. Vatarki misahmetzis he leleches. means she was trying hard. And she, she stopped telling her to go, and she, she, she walked. That's the that's the pasuk. The, the, the simple shot is that um, she saw that she's um, she really wants, and she didn't have the heart to tell her stay back, and, and therefore she took her along. And that's the simple Peshat in the pasuk. The Goyen says a much much deeper point. The goyin says sometimes a person has a question about doing something and not clear if it's a mitzvah or, or not such a mitzvah. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, there, sometimes the situations where what's really, what's really driving me, person has to know, is, is a mitzvah driving me, or? or so the guy says there is a simple test to find out. It is not in the nature of a human being who's physical to want to do mitzvahs. So if somebody proposes me to do something, um, and my my reaction is I really would rather not. Somebody comes along and says you know, there's there, there's there are some wonderful people in Paris who need your help. Would you willing to go? And first of big mitzvah to help people. If that's my first reaction, then maybe it's Paris rather than the people that you want to help. But a person says, oh no, I really don't feel like going. Then maybe it's a mitzvah. So, she saw that she was struggling. It wasn't coming easy. Then she realized it's coming from a good place. Th- then it's a mitzvah, because it is the nature of mitzvah, because a person is physical, and the Ruchnistika world is alien to him. It, it requires working against yourself to get there, that that, that she saw that, that that it's coming from a good place, and, and she welcomed it to come along with her. So, the... Um, the, the point that he's making here is the cheshmer um, nefesh the, the of mitzvahs and averis, mitzvahs especially, is not um, how much the bigger cheshmer nefesh is at what cost, at what price. The harder the mitzvah is, the heavier the mitzvah is, the, the, the more it has an effect on the person, the more it changes the person, the more it makes a person a ruch person. The, when we look back, sometimes we wonder, a mitzvah comes very easy to Ruvain and difficult to me. Ruven sits down to learn. He has no problem keeping his head in the Gemara for four hours. I sit down. It requires all the world's energy to focus for a half hour. Ruven has the easier with people. For me, it's difficult. I really have to struggle to work out, out, out my relationships and so on. So, at first, I feel cheated. Why did I Baruch give that person an easy opportunity to rake in the mitzvahs? And me, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, struggle to get mitzvahs. And there's a flip side to it. Because I have to work hard at getting those mitzvahs, I'm a different person when I did those mitzvahs. The difficulties and the challenges we have in the mitzvahs are what give the mitzvahs the spiritual qualities. It's... it's it, 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 it's 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 a very it's a tremendous chizuk for the things we struggle with, and Bez Hashem should be a chizuk that we should keep rising to the challenge and and keep doing mitzvahs, especially those that that are kaveit for us, those those that take a lot of effort because they're the ones that that really bring us to Olam Haba. Uh, thank you for joining.